It's good to be here this morning. Good to be back at Muldrow Camp Meeting. It's been a long time, and I'm sorry. I feel bad for being so long. But uh, Brother Eric, I have to say I'm one of those guys that I come to camp meeting all my life. Pray for me. Let me get over some nervousness here. But uh, I come to camp meeting all my life and seen people shout around these altars. Seen devils cast out of a lady laying right over here in the floor. I remember those times. Moved off away from here. Backslid. We was in church for a little while after I moved away. Backslid and got away from God. Spent years away from God. I'd go to church, get saved, be in for a little bit, be back out, be in for a little bit, be back out. Like you're saying, up and down. I was there, Brother Eric. I was there. I was there. I was one of those boys that the devil told me you'd never get sanctified, you'd never get the Holy Ghost, you'd never be able to live right, never live good enough to be able to do it. And he was right. I would never be able to be good enough, Brother Danny. Glory. But I tell you what I found out. I found out that it's in Him and in Him only that I'm able to do anything. I can try the best I know how. I did. I wore the dress. I dressed the standard. I done what I knew to do. But that wasn't good enough, Brother Billy. That wasn't good enough. You had to, I had to get down to where I had to get my will submitted unto God. And say, God, it's not my will, but Your will be done. And when I got to that point right there, Brother David Perry, that's when things started changing. When I got myself put under and said, God, here I am. Take me and use me however You can. However You need to use me, God. Glory, glory. I didn't know till last week that I was coming to Muldrow. But the Lord had given me a message. And I didn't know where I was going to preach it. But as I got to driving down here and praying and trying to talk to God, He let me know, Muldrow's where that's for. I appreciate that. Undeserving as I am of the goodness of God, He's let me know time and time again, you're right where you need to be. It's not easy to be up here. I'll be honest with you, it's hard. But I'm not in here. I'm not up here on my own. If I was up here on my own, I'd be turning around and sitting right back down. But I've got something that God wants somebody to hear. Pray for me. I'm going to try to deliver my soul. Turn to Galatians chapter 6. If you would, if you've got your Bibles. Verse number 7. The Bible says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. 
For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of his flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And if I could preach for just a little bit to deliver my soul to you, and God be my helper, I would like to preach this morning on what's growing in your garden. I know it's just a call of thought, but if, if I could just bring it down to where we're at for just a little bit. As I was thinking about this and praying about this, and as the Lord gave me the scriptures, and I started dwelling on this, and there's so many times that we get bogged down with the whole standard thing. Too many of us, okay? But as Brother Stan was preaching, I felt it. I knew I was next. I knew it. As he started preaching and talking about the standard and the walls being built up, there are standards that the holiness people have kept for many years. And I appreciate it, Brother Lance. I really do. There's standards that they've set in place that we've tried to keep up and tried to hold up because somebody got dealt with years ago and said we need to change, we need to do it a little bit different. And so we started following that and trying our best. I've heard some say, well, it's good for them, but it's not good for me. Just like he was saying. But I can tell you for a fact myself, that whenever you get flesh out of the way, completely surrendered, glory, there's things that God will take out of you. You won't worry about the standard then. You do it because you want to please God. Not because the pastor's trying to hold it, Although it's great, and I believe a pastor needs to have a standard and he needs to hold to it. But we need the conviction in our heart. We need that personal conviction saying, this is what I need to do. This is what God said was pleasing unto Him. Glory. I can tell you right now, alright, this is not what I preach as standard, okay? But this is a conviction that God dealt with Andrew about. Right here. God dealt with me about pullover shirts. I'm not saying it's a sin, but it's wrong for me to wear. It's wrong for me to wear. Glory. You know why? Because when I was down on my knees and I started getting flesh out of the way, God started putting shirts that was in my closet, in my mind. Glory, glory. I'm going to tell you where you're at this morning. If flesh is what you're giving to, flesh is what you're planting, that's what you're going to reap. You're going to go up. You're going to go down. You're going to go up. You're going to go down. You're going to go through that same cycle that I went through for years. And you're going to go through the same cycle for year after year after year. And you'll never be able to get the victory. Glory. Glory. God will help me just for a little bit 
deliver my soul. I'm going to tell you exactly where we're at. we got too many people that's coming to church and they're sowing to the flesh and they're reaping the flesh and they're wondering why we're not getting no more farther than what we're getting. Glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. I see this one over here getting blessed and I see their families getting help and I see their children in the altars getting help and I don't understand what's going on. Glory to God. I'm going to tell you exactly where it's at. You've been sowing to the flesh. Glory. Glory, glory. Glory. God help me. God help me. Oh. We wonder sometimes why the Spirit of God is not moving in our churches like it used to move. Glory. You know why, Brother Billy? It's not. We're letting more flesh get in the way on a daily basis. Glory. We come to church and we got so much on our minds that we need to take care of. And we got so much on our minds that we're thinking about that we can't even take the time during the day to push aside our work schedule. We ain't got enough time in the day to set aside just a few minutes to get a hold of God for our family, for our own souls. That's what it's costing us. But what I'm telling you is, if I could just get this across to you the way I felt it is, we as parents have to realize that our children are watching us closer than what you realize. They're watching everything. And I've seen the difference in my family just in the short time that I've been saved. When I started getting myself put under. Glory. Glory, glory, glory. I'm not trying to pin anything on my shoulders or on my back, but I'm going to tell you how God works. And I'm going to tell you how this works in a hole in this church still yet in 2022. My prayer life wasn't where it needed to be, Dad. Glory. Brother Bryce started preaching about those open rewards. I'm one of them. I appreciate all y'all's prayers. I know y'all knew I was backslid. I know y'all knew I was away from God. And I know it was the prayers of saints that gave me the victory. They're the very reason I'm up here today, and I thank you for it, alright? But my prayer life wasn't where it needed to be. I love spending family time, Brother Danny. I love it. Love doing things with my family. But I wasn't taking the time to pray like I needed to, Brother David. Not to embarrass my wife, but you know what I noticed, Brother Danny? I started slipping away in prayer. The Spirit of God would rest down in that house. I would walk out and my wife would be in the living room knelt down. The Spirit of God moving on my wife. You know what we've been trying to do? We've been trying to soldier to the Spirit. We started trying to get the flesh out of the way. Saying, God, help us clean us up. 
I couldn't hold standard in my house, Brother Danny. I could tell my wife that I don't like this. I'd rather you not wear that. But you know where it's really at? Whenever you start sowing to the Spirit, you're going to start reaping of the Spirit. Glory. When you start getting yourself in subjection to God, and you start getting your will submitted to God and start sowing to the righteousness, the rest just kind of follows in behind it. Glory. Glory. My wife started getting convictions I never said nothing about. I didn't have to say nothing, Brother Sammy. You know why? Because God started doing things in my home. Oh, if you're wondering what's going on in your home right now, if you would stop sowing to the flesh and stop doing things that you shouldn't be doing, just because the pastor said it ain't good enough. You've got to get it right here. Right here. I can come and sing the songs of Zion. I can raise my hands and praise the Lord. He said everything that hath breath, praise the Lord. I believe that. I believe that. But you can come to church service after service and watch the Spirit of the Lord move. And you'll wander over and over. Why am I not feeling nothing? I got my sleeve length right. I'm trying to dress as modest as I can. But sometimes you just battle and battle and battle. And you will. Whatsoever you sow, that shall you also reap. Hosea 10 and 12 said, Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy. Psalm 126 and 5. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Brother Aaron, it's not easy. It's not easy. There's some times you're down on your knees and you wonder, God, my prayers ain't going but up to the ceiling. That's all right. Just keep doing it. Because you're sowing to the Spirit. It does. It works, Brother Tony. It works every time. When you get down and you start sowing to the Spirit, guess what happens? You know what? You start reaping of the Spirit. As long as you sow to the flesh, as long as you give in to the flesh, and as long as you do things that you shouldn't be doing, what you're going to reap is what you've been sowing. You wonder why your children can't get victory? It's because you ain't never been able to get it for yourself. Glory. Glory. Don't expect your children to be able to go through to the experiences if you can't get down low enough before God to get yourself out of the way and realize this is not how God wants me to be. I got to do something different. Oh, God. Let me get my flesh out of the way for just a little bit. Glory. Sometimes you might have to say, Pastor, is there something that you see that I need to do different? Glory. You not only have to be submissive to God, but you have to be submissive to your pastor. Glory. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. 
Oh, and the best way to get submissive to your pastor is start praying for him. Get down on your knees and start praying for your pastor. Glory. Because you know what? That man that's standing behind that pulpit is not just preaching to you. He's preaching to your family. And he's trying to lead you. And if you know where you need to go and what you need to do, God's going to lay it on that man's heart. And he's going to preach it. I've been in services over and over and over. My pastor got up to preach and I said, I wondered to myself, all right, I was in my flesh. Wasn't where I needed to be. Who told him? Who told him that? I ain't been here in several years. I don't know what's went on here. All right. I don't know how much is going on. But when you start getting people that can shout without the power of God, you got people speaking in tongues that's not of the Holy Ghost. They've never got that flesh surrendered. It's moving all through our congregations. And it's troubled my heart. It's troubled me every time. You know what's happening, Brother David? Flesh is flesh. And they're letting it get in the way. And they can't come under subjection to God, but it's okay. The devil's got a tongue, and he knows how to use it. And it's coming right in the midst of us. Glory. They'll shout right beside you, speaking tongues, and our children are watching on. Glory. Brother Eric, it scares me. But my daughter at 12 years old has asked me questions. What was wrong? Something's not right. It looks right. They got the dress standard. They got the look. But whenever you're sowing to the flesh, you're going to reap corruption. I've seen it already. Oh, I've seen a guy speaking in tongues and his children. I wonder how much longer he's got them. How much longer he has before they slip out into the world. Oh, God. And his wife made the statement. Other ones are getting blessed. Why ain't it working for us? Oh, it scares me. Oh, it scares me. Oh, we need to start reaping to the Spirit. But you have to sow to the Spirit in order to reap the Spirit. Glory. It's not hard to pray when the Spirit of God is resting on you the whole time. It's not. Oh, that's the good times. But God is not wanting it to be easy for us. He wants to see us put forth some effort. He wants to see some determination. He wants to see us digging about ourselves. How can we expect our wives to be submitted unto us if I can't be submitted to God? When God started dealing with me to preach, I knew, I knew it was going to be hard. But I knew something else that's going to be harder for my wife. 
But you know what I had to start doing? I knew when I stood behind this sacred desk right here, and I've never faced a crowd like this before. But I knew whenever I stand here, Brother Nathan, I want to feel the power of God. I want to feel the Spirit of God. This blood is on my hands right now. And if I don't do it, and I don't deliver it how God wants me to deliver it, that's on my hands. I want to reap righteousness. And I know each and every one of you want to reap the same thing. But you have to start sowing it. The Bible says, nothing cometh but by prayer and fasting. It's Bible. It is. But you get headaches when you fast. Your stomach starts hurting. But you know what? When it's all said and done, when you need the Spirit of God to move, You've already been sowing. You've been planting, planting, planting. You've spent the time in the closet agonizing before God, Brother Tony. And whenever you fall in need, I'm going to tell you what happens. The God of heaven starts giving you reaping. Let me tell a story. I try to get out of the way. I just got the Holy Ghost in February. I guess it was this year, that year. I hadn't even had the Holy Ghost for a year yet. We bought a go-kart for my son and daughter. They were riding it. They thought it was cool because they could drift in the gravel. You know, that's neat whenever you're children. I mean, for adults too sometimes. But they started drifting in the gravel and my little girl was driving and she got over in the grass and didn't realize that didn't work that way. Rolled that go-kart. My little boy's arm went out and it snapped right here in his arm. My wife called me. I was at Walmart. She said, Andrew, I think Randall's broke his arm. You need to get here as quick as you can. I got home, grabbed my little boy's arm, grabbed the other one. I could feel it was out of place. The devil come to me and said, what are you going to do now? You going to trust the Lord? You going to take him to the doctor? Let me back up just a little bit. My wife said, when I got home, she said, you know what the first thing Randall said was? Can you call the pastor and ask him to pray? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Like I said, I'm not trying to pin any rosebuds. I'm not trying to pin anything on my back, but you need to get behind your pastor. Because your children can tell. 
So you know what I done? I called Brother Gary. I said, Brother Gary, we've got a situation. Randall's broke his arm. We need God to move. He said, I'll go to prayer right now. We was in the process of remodeling the church. He said he dropped down to his knees and said the Spirit of the Lord moved on him. Said the same Spirit of God that quenched the violence of fire quenched the, is going to quench the pain for Randall. That's what he told me. Five minutes later after I called him, hopped in the car, headed towards the hospital. I'm 12 minutes from the hospital. By the time I left the house to the time I got to the hospital, there was no pain. No pain. My little boy sat there with a broken arm. No pain. We sat in that waiting room for four hours. No pain. The nurse wanted to look at it, put an x-ray on it. I felt it, Brother Eric. That bone was sticking out the back of his arm. But you know, I needed help. I might have had the Holy Ghost, but I didn't quite feel like I was strong enough yet. Didn't quite feel like I had the power to reset an arm. That ain't how the Lord moved. But by the time they'd done the x-ray, the bone was straight. And they asked me, did you set this? I said, No. I said, God did. Brother Collier, I got to witness to nurse after nurse over this situation. Showing the power of God. We went to get a cast put on his arm and that doctor squeezed and squeezed up and down his arm and until he applied the pressure right where the bone was broke. He said, I feel it right there. He moved it behind his back. He moved it all over the place. No pain. No pain. It wasn't because I got down on my knees and prayed and said, God, we need help. I need this arm set and I need you to do it. No, my faith was weak at the moment. I took him to the doctor. But he showed me just how strong and how powerful of a God he was. As I started talking to those nurses and that doctor that set his arm, he said, this is amazing. This is amazing. You know what? You have to sow to the Spirit to be able to reap it. God is a God of mercy. I believe that. I believe there's going to be times you fall into trouble where you're not totally submitted to God and you're not going to need God's help. And the preachers, the pastor, the lay members are going to be praying and able to get a hold of God for you. But there's going to be times that it comes down to your home There's going to be situations that you're going to have to deal with and that you're going to fall in trouble with that you and your wife need to pray about. And the only way to do it is to be sowing right now. Right now. Our children are growing up fast. I've talked to several here just since I've been here. It's been 11 years since I've been here. And I'm sorry, like I said, my children are growing up 10 and 12 years old. Some of you have children my age and older. The ages of mine. We have no time to waste. 
We have no time to play around. Brother Sammy, we need to be sowing right now. Right now. I've wasted years. Brother Billy, I got wasted years that I can't get back. All I can do is go forward from now. And I'm going to reap. I know I am. I'll keep reaping because I sold that. I sowed that years ago. And I'll have to reap that. There's scars that I'll never get rid of. Young people, let me tell you something. There's scars that you will never get out of your mind whenever you sow to the flesh. There will be always things that come to your mind even after you get saved. We have a man in our church right now that got up and testified, so I feel comfortable talking about it. But he stood up and testified and said, as a nine-year-old boy, another friend of mine showed me a picture. And he said, to this day, 60 years old. He said, it's stained on my mind. I can't get it out of my mind. Nine years old. Nine years old. He's been reaping for years. We need to be paying attention to what our children's doing. We need to be paying attention where they're at. And what's going on? Glory. Their flesh, just like we were, just like we are, and they ain't got the power to crucify it until they get down at the altar and get it submitted. And it's our job to be down on our knees, to be able to God to show us and say, this is where your son's doing. This is what your daughter's doing. You need to address it. You need to get it taken care of. Glory. There's a reaping day. Glory. We're going to lose more young people if we don't start getting the flesh out of the way and start sowing to the Spirit. Glory. I don't want to lose my young people. I've got two wonderful children and I hope they stay that way. But it's on my shoulders to be able to get a hold of God for them as long as they're in my house to pray the devil out of my house. I woke up in the middle of the night, Brother Kenny, as spirits was in the house. I didn't see no form, but I could feel that power of darkness trying to come up in the house. It's real. It's real. And your children deal with more than what you think they're dealing with. They may not tell you, but there's spirits that you can't get off of yourself because you can't get the flesh out of the way and your children's going to battle the same thing until you can get it crucified. Glory to God. You keep sowing that and they're going to reap it. And you're going to be wondering, why am I losing my young people? Glory. Why can't I get the victory? Because you've been sowing to the flesh and you're going to reap of the flesh. My message today, I hope I have said something that would get your attention Get my attention to realize I have no time to play around. I have no time to waste. Harvest is coming. Reaping season's coming. I got to start sowing. And I got to start sowing how God wants it. The first thing to do is get on your knees before God. Say, God, here's my wheel. Here's my wheel. I've heard the testimonies of people that went to the closet say, God, is there anything in the closet that I need to get rid of? 
Anything on my phone I need to get rid of, apps I need to delete, that's good. That is good. But I'm going to tell you what. You don't even really have to do that. You just get on your knees. God will start showing you what He don't like. I used to listen to contemporary music. That was another thing. And I'm going to tell you what, as a young Christian, I felt the Spirit of God while I was listening to some of the songs, listening to the words, because it was talking about my God that had just delivered me. But as I started praying and trying to get closer to God, there is a place, I believe, that you have to start trying to sanctify yourself. God will complete the work, but there's some things that we have to start doing ourselves. And when I started trying to get myself out of the way, then God started doing the cleansing. God started doing the cleaning up. And He dealt with me about my contemporary music. And I said, okay. As I would turn it on, listen to it in a weak point, I'd feel something. Conviction's real. The power of God's real. Don't override it. When you start overriding that sweet spirit, that gripping of the heart, that's a special place. Take a chance right there to sow to some righteousness and heed to it. If God deals with you about something, don't hesitate. Stop it. Get rid of it. Do away with it. The Bible says comparing yourselves amongst yourselves is not wise. There's a reason you, the reason that says that. Because it's going to be different for everybody. I believe that. There's going to be things that God deals with me about that He won't deal with somebody else. And He might deal with somebody else about things He don't deal with me about on certain things. There, there's plenty of things that standard-wise we can hold up and we can hold to. And I believe it's wonderful, but there's going to be personal conviction that God wants to see you get rid of. It's just how it is. But I'm going to tell you, it's been worth every bit of it, Jonathan. Because I can tell you about the night that we went to church and my wife got to walking around the altar and got lost in the Spirit. She was sowing to the Spirit and I got to see that open reward as she had been praying in the closet. And oh, it blessed my soul. Your family needs you, young men, us young men, to get down on our knees and start sowing the way that God wants us to be sowing. Don't look at the church down the road and what they're getting by with because they may not be getting by with it. You don't know what they battle in their home. You don't know what them children are going to grow up and be like. You don't know what troubles they're facing. You don't know what battles they're going through. 
It's our own situations. It's our own families. And we have to get a hold of it for our family. The church prospers. The church goes on when the families get it in place at home like it's supposed to be. I've been blessed by God and I give Him all the glory. I give Him all the praise. But if I could tell you one thing, sow righteousness. Sow to the Spirit. Because if you'll sow to the Spirit, you'll reap life everlasting. What better way to reap? I can get ridiculed. I've been talked about. I've been asked, why do you wear those long sleeves in the summertime? Why? That's all right. I can sweat. If I die sweating, guess what? As long as this right here has been taken care of and got my flesh out of the way, it's going to be worth it. Men, when you get a hold of it for your family, when you start getting low before God, I'm not telling you anything new, probably stuff your pastor's already told you. But if you start getting low before God and saying, God, help me start sowing some righteousness. Help me to start sowing to the Spirit. Help me to get this flesh out of the way. God's going to lead you. And your wife will follow you. There's some that said, I won't do it. I'll, I'll walk away. I'll walk out on you if you go. That's okay. It's all right. God will still bless you. Don't worry. God will still take care of you. He'll take you through those trials as low as they may go. If you'll keep that flesh submitted, you'll reap in due time. I've delivered my heart this morning. I trust I've said something that'll help you. But let me stand here and be a witness. God and God only. He's the one that gets the glory, brother. Brother Eric, it ain't nothing I've done in myself, okay? Except get myself out of the way. Sowing some seed of the Spirit. Are we going to mess up sometimes? Sure we are. Sure we are. And we need to fix it as soon as we can. God, I'm sorry. I let flesh rise back up. I'm sorry, God. But that's why we have Him sitting at the right hand of Father making intercession for us. That's not what I'm talking about though. I'm talking about getting self-crucified. Getting self-put under. Getting self out of the way. Getting that flesh totally out of the way. Get in that garden and start pulling it out. You're going to reap it one day if you don't start sowing to the Spirit. You're going to reap that flesh. You're going to reap that flesh and it's going to be corruption. But if you start sowing to the Spirit and letting God lead you the way you need to go, you can reap righteousness. 
not only for you, but for your family, for your children, and for your church. I did my best. Thank you, Brother Eric.